it's been a long time since you and I have recorded anything for a podcast. It has, and we seem to start a lot of our podcast by apologizing for having such a delay. Jay of Jay and Angie at Average Swingers loves to tease me and say, you know, you can't really be a podcaster if you won't actually make a podcast once in a while. <laughs> we have to turn in our podcaster card card and secret <laughs> handshake and all those things that they gave us. We have a handshake? A secret handshake. I'll bet it's not a handshake. Uh, it involves the hands. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I'll say, but it's a secret. In this case, we actually had a legitimate excuse. We had a one of those significant life events that you really don't want to have to go through, but it's just part of life that happened, and nobody listens to podcasts to have all kind of melodrama, so we won't go into the details of what it is. But it really kind of put us in a bit of turmoil for a couple of months. But we're back, and we have something fun tonight to share with you. Today is December 4th. <laughs> Did I have four fingers of something to drink? Not yet, but we're getting there. Um <laughs> It is December 4th, 2017, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. Sitting in front of the fire, I'm looking out the window, and it is blowing, and it's snowy, and it's cold, and it's a good night to be sitting in front of a fire. It is. We aren't wearing much either. We've got an interview that we've been wanting to share with y'all for... Six months It can't be six months. We recorded this interview during Nadia New Orleans in July, and we had a, a really good time with this young couple, and we can't wait to share this with you. We, we met them. We were walking down the street going to a bar takeover, I think, and they were coming back toward the hotel, and the sidewalks were kind of constrained because of the construction. So we almost literally, I think, ran into each other, and we just started asking them, since you first naughty in New Orleans, we'd seen them earlier in the week, what do you think about it? And they started telling stories and sharing. And we asked, would it be all right if we went and recorded this conversation and used it as a podcast later on? And they were uh, kind enough to say yes, and so... <laughs> what was that? You know, we've said this before. You've got to work on your evil laugh. <laughs> You've really got to work on that evil laugh. That, that wasn't evil. That was seductive. No, you, you've really got to work on it. Then. <laughs> okay. If you're trying to do a woo ha 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 ha. Okay. I won't laugh. <laughs> no, laughing is good, but just got to work on that. But um, anyway, we asked them to. Um, if they would uh, join us and record a conversation for future a future podcast, and right. they were and, kind enough to say yes. Yep, and so we took a good probably hour and a half. Uh, we won't have a don't worry if you're listening. This won't be a two hour podcast. We'll edit it down to I'm guessing probably about an hour. But we had a really good time with them, and they had a lot to share and some really interesting points of view. Uh, they were kind of the opposite of us in one way. How's that? I typically tend to hog the mic. Really? I had not noticed. That. Yeah, I know. It's, it's you know, you're, you, it's subtle. It's subtle. I'm sure you don't ever pick up. <laughs> I'm sure you don't pick up on it. <laughs> you know, I'll ask you a question, then I'll answer it and say, what do you think? And you say, yeah. And I go, yeah, good answer. Uh, she tended to be the more talkative of the two, she, as I she recall. She was, but he had his own points of view, and um, they yeah. were yeah, they were they were a lot of fun. So, and and before we get into this and get to the interview uh, on Twitter, 
They are fun Italian couple. And if you go to Twitter, and we'll repeat that at the end so you can go look them up, but they have lots of adventures and very sexy couple, very hot couple. So let's quit our yammering and go to the interview. Okay. We'll okay. see you on the other side. Tell me a story, baby. But don't you tell me a lie. I just want to hear the truth from you. So we're here with Nick and Cleo. It's Saturday at Naughty in New Orleans, which is always kind of a bittersweet day for us because it's a wild and crazy day. But at the same time, we're all exhausted. And if we've done our playtimes right, um, <laughs> we're in a blissful state, right? That is the truth. There is some more to be had. There is more because Saturday is one of the wilder and my favorite kind of chocolates, bittersweet chocolate anyway. So <laughs> we are here with Nick and Cleo who we were walking down the street and we saw them and we started asking them about how their time was here and the story and we had to really pull it out of Cleo. I, I, she's really hard. She's really shy. She is really shy and retiring. I can't believe we got a microphone in front of her. <laughs> They're lying. <laughs> <laughs> but we started asking them about how their time and this is your first naughty in your Orleans? It is. It is. Indeed. So, so will it be your last night? No, no, way. not at all. Yeah, not at all. So, first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. How long have you been in the lifestyle? We're Nick and Cleo. And we are from. We're from Baltimore, and we've been in the lifestyle for about four years. Okay. Um, we dabbled for a while. Had some good experiences. What is had dabbling? That's just mistakes. We dabbled a couple times. Before we would say we were officially in the lifestyle. Before we knew what it really was. What do you What do you consider dabbling? Um, messing around with our really good friends who we're not friends with anymore. <laughs> <laughs> was it one rookie rela- mistake? It, was it related to the dabbling? Uh, uh, yes and no. I think just like in a bad marriage. Where the lifestyle potentiates problems Ooh, in a friendship that's you should going do a podcast potentiate problems <laughs> in, in, <laughs> in a in a friendship that's headed south. Yeah, it potentiated some jealousies that had to do between it was a friend of my husband's for over twenty years mm-hmm. and childhood friends, and I believe that there were some jealousies that had to do with our success just as a couple mm-hmm. in general and our success in our careers mm-hmm. and just in life, and I think it unfortunately potentiated those issues and, um, but that's okay. Yeah, that's how it happens. And then we had a wonderful random experience. The uh, New Year's Eve into 2013, and and then we got pregnant two months later. So it kind of all got thrown on the. It was like a tease, and then it had to be thrown on the back burner. Yeah. You you said earlier when we were on the street that every day here so far has it's your first night in New Orleans, and I'll ask you again: any surprises for your first one? No, um, and the reason we weren't surprised uh, specifically, we follow. We follow the same podcast that yeah. everybody else listens to, and I think early August is one of my favorite times in the podcasting season because all the Naughty New Orleans episodes come out, and you guys and your peers, you do a fantastic job of describing the event, giving everybody a picture of what to expect, yeah. and any of the fans that follow the podcast, it's pretty much spot on year after year what what you hear online and so I slip him a five dollar bill for yeah. <laughs> so we did come with some we, we not expectations but we, we we understood exactly what we were getting into and we do go to a lot of hotel takeover parties at home so while this is a lot of more outdoor um we understand the idea of the big events with yeah. hundreds of couples and bob and tess have just done an amazing job we were talking about on our walk home yeah. from jackson square about the organization the diversity of the bars the diverse, the proximity and the diversity of the types of places that we're going. And I mean, we've never really been lost. We've never felt worried about where we're walking to. And we have never, ever been disappointed in any of the venues or the crowd that it draws. When you got here and as your, as your week has unfolded, um, what were the different have have your days been the same every day or have you had different experiences 
Okay. Not at all. They have very different experiences each day. The first night, uh, first day, we got here early on Wednesday. Um, we interacted with everybody. We're outgoing, uh, but we ended up just with each other that first night, putting on a show in the in the playroom yeah. for everybody to watch. Go girl! <laughs> nobody that pearl room, that pearl lace curtain room is gorgeous, and nobody had that bed in front. And I just jumped right on and grabbed his hand and said. We're having fun in here. I told you we should have gone to that room instead of the one we were in. <laughs> and uh, Thursday was orgy day. <laughs> okay, now you, you're, you're going to have to elaborate on that. Thursday was definitely, I, I really enjoy the spontaneity mm-hmm. of the lifestyle. Um, there's, I, I truly believe that there's, we make a very good pair because Nick's my analytical, let's yelp every restaurant we're going to. <laughs> let's make sure that we've seen everything, the hot data up, who's going to be there but i'm the more um intuitive let's jump in hey tap you on the shoulder and see where this goes and so this has fit us very well in that we've both been able to play to our strengths does this resemble us or what uh, yeah we resemble that <laughs> remark a lot. you know we, we can't buy a uh a, a vacuum cleaner without me doing um, three months of research right. online on what's the best, best vacuum cleaner. And so. it's like, that one's pretty. Let's just buy it. That's how I am. Yep. It's a feeling. And we definitely on Thursday um, had some really unique experiences. And we hung out with some of the other well-known couples here who were very, very uh, genuine. I think it's okay and, to say Jay and Angie. Yeah. <laughs> not on our podcast. We, we try not to talk about average swingers here. <laughs> Well, that meet and greet, yeah. and I'm saying that with quotations in the air, that would have been our meet and greet. I heard from Jay that uh, um, there was quite the party. Were you all part I, of that party? It was our room. <laughs> I like to be the hostess. Yeah. And, and, um, and, uh, oh, that was your room? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and without... And, of course, and, we all know Jay. You know, and he tends to exaggerate. I don't think there was any no. exaggeration how much fun we had that that afternoon. Um, and awesome. there was actually something very neat that I want to that I would love to, to tell you guys about yeah. that happened in that. And so, so we said there's lots of different people here. We were talking on the street, and that's what sparked this. Mm-hmm. That there's a lot of different types of couples that are here. Some of them know what they want. Some of them don't know what they want. Mm -hmm. Some of them know how they want to go about getting it. Some of them are here to learn. And we ran into this amazing new couple that um, really were just – I think that when you're in it for long enough, you can pick – you have – again, it's all intuition Mm -hmm. that you know who's going to be people who are going to be successful Mm -hmm. and who are not. And this couple – jumped into what we always laugh. We give major credit who people who jump into high pressure situations. And this was the fourth couple of our, of our fun. And man, they jumped in and in the end, they gave us probably the biggest compliment that we ever could have received in the lifestyle. You know, we do like to pass it forward. We do like to pay it forward to the people who kind of really mentored us and took care of us in the beginning that after the situation that we were in, it made them realize how comfortable and how genuine the people can be here and how we're all so concerned with each other's happiness and pleasure and comfortableness mm-hmm. and, and, and respect mm-hmm. that even though they didn't play a whole lot during it, mm-hmm. that it made them comfortable that in their next situation, they learned so much about themselves and about the lifestyle that now they feel comfortable. And I just feel that's the nice. biggest, that is the biggest compliment that any new couple can pay nice. a more seasoned couple in this. Nice. And you do see all types of couples here, right? Absolutely. Oh, it's, I, I mean, this is more diverse than even desire. Yeah. It's every single walk of humanity you can imagine, every yeah. race, every age group, every every experience level. Yeah, I, that can't be stated enough. Yeah, I mean, that, I I think that you know, for our same way, our very first one, we were we were very new and did not know what to expect, and the fact that. There are every age from youngins to we see eighty-year-olds here, which just tickles us to death, and it gives us hope, doesn't it? <laughs> um, oh, I forgot where I was going. And and every every size, every shape. And one of the things um, I know that you will probably uh, echo this comment: it doesn't matter what you're looking for. 
what your flavor is, you're going to find it here easily and, and, and quickly. And even if <laughs> if you are talking with someone that isn't your quote unquote flavor, they're going to be warm and embracing and yeah. um, open to you. Yeah, I think uh, one of the early lessons any couple can learn at a at a bigger event is it doesn't matter if somebody is. It doesn't matter if it's someone you would play with or not. Right. Give everyone a few minutes of your time. Yeah. Give everybody respect. Make friends. And I always say to her, you never know who their friends are that you may want to meet. <laughs> Very clear. One of my favorite parts, I think I've said it a dozen times, one of my favorite parts of this has been in the elevator. <laughs> talk about that. You, because oh, <laughs> I'm the type of person that will talk to anybody. I am endlessly fascinating. I'm kind of an academic at heart. I'm always learning. I'm always in school for something. I'm always expanding my knowledge base. And I I think that just short interactions in the elevator with all different people that maybe you wouldn't walk up to in the ballroom or maybe that you wouldn't necessarily get to know at one of these bars. We have had some of the funniest (laughs) conversations in the 30 seconds that you're in the elevator. It's like speed dating. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and the ice machine. The ice machine seems to be a great place <laughs> to meet people. <laughs> and and you're right. You get on the elevator sometimes and you, you see the people on there and you realize if I didn't see that badge around their neck, I would think they were in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, to the diversity of people. There right. are some people that you look at and you go, I would never expect. And I'm sure they're looking back at, at us two going, I would have never expect they get off the mm-hmm. elevator. Really? They're here? <laughs> so y'all had a, 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 a good Thursday. We had a We had a great Thursday. We had a very different from your... Thursday night, we had a really cool experience where um, we had three singles that came back to our room. Singles? Th- two single three men singles and a single woman. They knew each woman. other. They were all friends. They, they yeah. paired up and came oh, here yeah. together. As a bundle? <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, they were... It was different than the normal married so couple. Was it two women and a man? Two single men and two a, men and a woman. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. a combination we've never done before. <laughs> and she couldn't have been. She was a, a beautiful woman. Yeah. And and again, I I just I can't say the word genuine over and over again enough. A genuine woman with who she was and her sexuality. Where did you, where did you first? Bump At Colette's. Well, it was it was kind of one of those. They nights had reached out to us. She had. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago online. Just knowing we were the coming, other two but, were a complete wild card, right? And uh, but we, it was kind of one of those nights where we were ready to pack it in. We don't, we don't mind being up late, and we don't mind the late nights. But we also don't like standing around trying to figure people out. We are the most yeah. direct people in in this lifestyle. We pride ourselves in our directness and in being honest and truthful. And that's one of our biggest turnoffs is people who are not direct and mm-hmm. people who play games. It's just not, that's if I wanted to do that, I'd go back to the vanilla world and I'd go date again. That's, it's just not what we're all here for. Well, I hope you wouldn't date again. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was never a dater. His, my first date with him was my actual first date with anybody. And we see how that turned out. So well, I was so never, far so good. I was, cool. 11 years later. 11 years, yeah. later, 11 years of marriage later. So I, 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 you know, one of our, the things that we've talked about with people here and even in our last episode, we had a, a email from people that said, I feel awkward telling people no. I sense you don't have a problem when, when a couple approaches you and they, they make it clear you want it, they want to play with you. How do you tell them? No? Actually, we, I would love to take that. We, we have, I don't say, how can I put this? We don't have as many people come up to us as, as one would expect. And I don't know if we just give off the no signal right away. <laughs> looking at her, I'm not a good judge of guys. I'm sure she'll say the yeah. same for you. That really surprises me. Yeah. It's, Do you think it's people just not being direct to your point? I think yeah. that it's. <laughs> We have, an, and I, and I you don't... You can't see her. She is absolutely freaking <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm blushing because I don't take compliments very well. Um, I think that, and I don't want, I do not want to get off onto a tangent yeah. about our, our home experiences, but so on Thursday at um, the, the We Got a Thing, Mr. and Mrs. Jones's uh, class, 
we, I, I was very impressed with the way that they opened it up in a forum setting. And it really allowed us to see that, again, regardless of race, color, size, shape, age, where you're from, location, we kind of all have the same difficulties. Mm-hmm. It was very humbling. And that, um, uh, and again, I don't want to get off onto a tangent about things at home, but there are some stereotypes that we, we have a very close knit group of friends. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody, and I, I I really do forget who we were talking to about this that talked about the term, oh, one of the single guys that we were with. And he was talking about that sense of family that you really have like a, you, you, mm-hmm. after a while you kind of make this lifestyle family. And sometimes that can be taken as very intimidating. You're mm-hmm. a clique, you're a group, oh, you're the pretty people, or you're this people, or you're mm-hmm. pegged as this, or you're mm-hmm. pegged as that, you're the BDSM crowd, you're the king crowd, whatever right. your group's shtick is. And in that forum, there was a new couple who asked, you know, what do we do? How do we, and, and, and uh, more than one, it wasn't even us who answered it, but they, they took the words right out of our mouth. And this is a couple from across the country that said, if you see a group of people, they're a group of people having fun for a reason. We were all couples that didn't know each other at one point, mm-hmm. and we get along because we're fun and we're welcoming and we love to say hi. This this guy sitting next to me, we call him the Walmart greeter at home <laughs> because he loves our our monthly meet and greet with our friends. Yeah. Anybody is new. Hi, I'm Nick. Welcome yeah. to to you know to the meet and greet. You know what do you need to know? What do you need? Where are you guys from? How'd you get into this? How long have you been married? Yeah. We love to meet new people, yeah. and so there was that. Uh, in the end, the moral of the story was: please just go say hi. Whether it's yeah. a couple by themselves, yeah. two couples standing next to each other yeah. talking, or a whole group of people that look like they've known each other forever, yeah. just say hi. I, that's that's a great. Well, but to answer your question directly, we I, we don't have a problem. Just saying, saying no, but I think there is a. How do you say it? Not tonight. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, because we have changed our minds down the road. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we learned that trick from Swinger Diaries. <laughs> but we, uh, I think there is, and this doesn't get talked about enough for for the under forty crowd yeah. for couples. Um, we don't get as approached as you may think, mm-hmm. because we are the minority in the lifestyle. I think that would shock people. And they in our area, it is absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely, and especially at this event. I mean, I'm I'm uh, so sick of being called a baby because really? I'm I'm 35. I'll be 36, yeah. and I'm really proud of yeah. being a 35 year old woman who's gone through a lot. Yeah. I have children. I've gone through a wonderful marriage. We've had ups and downs. We've had some really hard times. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, you can't look at somebody and know what hard times that they've had and personal things that they've overcome. And I'm very proud. We have have a good friend of ours that's turning 30 next week, and she's all upset about us. No, you need to own this. Women get better. Couples get better. Marriages get better. Everybody gets better with age as long as that's what what your plan is. And I think what Nick's trying to say is sometimes we don't get approached because we're, we're considered the babies. And I don't want to be considered that because I I, I, worked very hard. Or maybe they think we're inexperienced. I you know I yeah. you know I I have talked to to people y'all are both very hot I mean it's like the, I think some of it may be the thing you know that there's that cliche of the gorgeous gal in high school that nobody asked to prom because right. they think everybody asked. Well, I think but see, I was the geeky. The but I was the geeky girl, and I was the band <laughs> in the band, and yeah, I was yeah. the theater major, and I was the the you know the crew, I mean, and, the he, and that I wasn't yeah. like that. This is me yeah. now. Yeah confident in who I am and what I know that my strengths are and the lifestyle has brought that out of me but this isn't always how I've been don't you love don't you wish you could go back and tell that teenage geeky kid just hang on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's going to get better. Yeah. You're going to be awesome. Both but I loved who I was when I was. Right. And those are still, I mean, honestly, the group of friends that we have at home that we call our family are some of the most talented, artistic, diverse spiritual yeah. we are all the geeky kids from high school that have now just found this wonderful home that yeah. now we can really be who we were because I mean we, we were totally both complete hardballs in high school so it was it was kind of <laughs> one of those I would love to tell the I would love to tell the, the really horny teenager in me hang on because <laughs> that's coming that's what I would love to tell them yeah. so talk about your Friday. Friday was interesting because yeah, she, she had this look that we all have here. Like I okay, don't remember what day it I gotta is. I remember what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> Friday was interesting. We got a later start. Um, don't forget your drink back there. 
Oh. We got a later start because we didn't go to bed until four in the morning. Yeah, right. But we we spent a good. Well, first off, let's talk about Friday. The Friday was for me the the primary reason to make this trip was for the hour that we got to spend with you and your peers. That that initially made us want to come down oh, here. Oh, the podcast. Yes, and it's you mentioned it wasn't recorded, so I'm going to say what I said there that. I had to get out what I said, which is to thank all of you because, oh. as I was saying in there, you you, it's your stories and it's your it's your lives and it's whatever you're doing in your bedroom with other people that you're recording, but you're recording all of our stories too yeah. because they are the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of crossover. There's a lot. They all have similar experiences, and like I was I was saying in there, we we love to listen to these throughout the week. Um, we usually do about one a day yeah. here and there. And, when and we're in the gym on a Saturday morning yeah. and we know we're going to yeah. have a sexy night and we're listening to something and we're giggling at each other across the gym and making <laughs> winks and laughs or, hey, did you get to this part yet? Or did you get to that part yet? It fires it's, us up, you know, and, and we, we just can't express how much we appreciate what you do. And it was, it was, we went to the beach party, which anyone who's been to Naughty, I think knows. Describe up. the beach party for people. It, I, my assumption, we haven't been to Razoo yet, but my assumption is the beach is one of the two big yeah the beach party. afternoon parties go ahead it was it was very well there's full nudity right in the courtyard yeah. you're outdoors at a regular bar um there's foam the pool parties it's it's uh it it's like being at desire times yeah. 100 it must be 400 500 know, people yeah, you you you, I th- you probably noticed the progression of the bar takeovers, like from Wednesday mm-hmm. to Thursday to yesterday. And I can't imagine what Razoo is going to be like. Razoo, um, get there early. Right. That's where they'll have the Miss Nude. Yep. They don't call it naughty in New Orleans, but Miss Nude swimsuit. Right. Miss No Swimsuit. Yeah. yeah Miss Nude swimsuit. That's, yeah. that's kind of that's doesn't make any sense, does it? And uh, that will be wild. Michael right. and Holly will be hosting that. We had the pleasure of meeting them on. That was one of the highlights too. On Couldn't have been nicer so, people. Oh my gosh! They, they gave us ten minutes of their time, which was yeah. beyond what we could have even asked for. How in the world? Where were we? Where were we? <laughs> Friday. 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 Okay, we went to the beach. Pick up your mic. Yeah. The, the and then we went to the podcast panel. Okay, so, and then after the podcast. So after the after the podcast panel, we we um, there are about three or four couples. local couples that we've known for a while over a year that are here that we okay. decided to have dinner with at a um, a nice restaurant uh, right off of Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. and then we took a little bit of time to spend at the Aster with them. Uh-huh. Um, oh, wait, there was a really funny part of that though. So we since we had left to go to the podcast uh, panel and. You know, we kind of packed for everything. Mm-hmm. And so Nick gets his tie on. He looks super dapper <laughs> with his vest and his tie. And I put a pretty dress on. And we walk in and half of them are still covered yeah, in foam from and the tops. beach party. <laughs> like, we, and we were like, we thought this was a jacket type of restaurant. They're like, it is. But we just didn't have time to check. We just told them where we were coming from. And they shoved us in the corner in a, in a private room and closed yeah. the door and let us just be yeah. us first. So we saw a burlesque show with them. And then um, by 11 o'clock, we were, still, we were back here at... Uh, we left the Saint. We came back to the Aster, uh-huh. and we went to the beach party. And then within five minutes, ten minutes of dancing in the main ballroom, there was a couple that we've been interacting with for three days. That we, you and we them? had you known them before? You no, no, no. But we but we knew they were leaving early today. Uh-huh. So we had to make things happen, and they, we yeah. knew they were interested, and so were we. It was and equal. that was and that was one of those things where it was it was. It was we we super appreciate that they not only play but communicate the same way that we did. Mm-hmm. It was again there was a build up for the last couple days. That's the best. And then yeah. we finally it was, it was like up. fate. I, yeah. I really believe that you and especially at events like this where you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, did we know we were going to run into you guys yeah. on the street in the middle of a very yeah. you know deep conversation yeah. between us and it was yeah. going to be exactly what you wanted to talk about? Yeah. You don't know these things. Yeah. And it just but happened. in that in that build up, the mm-hmm. best. It's awesome, and, and it That's ended where all up the chemicals. Within, yeah, yeah, start coming from. And it ended <laughs> up just being a a ridiculously hot night. Yeah. And then she happens to be in very big into BDSM. They were they were explaining to us that she was into the BDS scene, BDSM scene, and he was into the lifestyle. And when yeah. they met. They kind of swapped kinks, and it was yeah. so they've learned from you know, each other. And she took us up yeah. to the dungeon, yeah. and there's that um, cocoon up there. 
Have you seen that? It's like a it's like a Chinese that. finger trap, but for a person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they bought it. She was like, I fell in love with this thing, and I bought it. It's being shipped to the house. The thing from Home Depot yeah. is coming to rig it up and everything. <laughs> and she, this is something that I have very limited experience in a positive setting. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is not that I have a negative connotation to it, but I've never been shown by somebody who is very knowledgeable and has taken the personal time to explain to me. Mm-hmm. So within a few minutes she had me up in that thing and was flogging me but Last it was night? Yeah, but yeah. it was and this was after this was after playtime. This was after we were and finished playing with them. It was so <laughs> neat that she took the time to share something that meant so much to her. Yeah. And she was able and and, and even though we had already played with each other so therefore had yeah. gotten to know each other I really truly feel that she was such a so good at what she does that right. she was able to read what would please me. Now these are people was, you had not known when you no, came here. No. So and, you, you developed the level of trust yes. that's required for that. Yes. That time. And again, that's all about that intuition that when you meet somebody and you just because yeah. you're very vulnerable with people very quickly. Yeah. And when you read somebody who can be when you meet somebody who can be very vulnerable with you mm-hmm. that quickly, there is a trust that's built. Mm-hmm. And she gave me an experience that was not very long. It wasn't this carried long, drawn out thing. She read exactly when I was finished and, and what I, and it was something that I would have never had ventured into to, to experience and, and kind of dabble so in this was, world. So, so what was it like? What were you thinking when it was all going um, on? I, <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being very, uh, boy, orally voyeuristic I was, here. I'll tell you for me watching it. Yeah. What was it like for you? <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't even told me this yet. So this yeah. is all, um, I mean, we we just BDSM is not in our wheelhouse. Yeah. So I know that there's that undertone with a lot of lifestyle couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not something we explore. Um, but it was, it wasn't the whips and chains and drawn blood and pain yeah. that is the normal uh, thought process. The stereotype. The stereotype. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. In this case, it was it was interesting because here's my wife getting. Laced up into this giant rubber cocoon, <laughs> it almost looked like a wasp nest. It's like I, a Chinese finger trap. Yeah, they pull it and tighten it, and you and, tighten with it. And then the, it's it's it was electronically driven with a button that brought it closer up to the ceiling and and tightened it as it went higher up. And, and then she's just kind of swinging freely back and forth. It wasn't anything scary, painful. So and she knew where to read me to where to. And she picked the right flogger. She was explaining to me the different. Very important to pick yes, the right which flogger. Which I had no idea. <laughs> and and she said I picked the right one that I felt would would suit what you wanted. Yeah. And it was a very. Uh, uh, this is th- this may sound really bizarre, but it was almost a very sensual yeah. experience with her. Yeah, it looked that way. Yeah. yeah. And he was participating in ways that he knew would accent what she was doing. Uh-huh. So very. Very cool and something that... Now, would you have ever expected before you came here Wednesday that you would be up no. and up? No, it's not something we would do in our home clubs. No, and and not... And and again, I I just want to reiterate, not out of fear or not out Out of disrespect or judgment. Just, I think it takes the right person to introduce you to something new. And simply because you were not familiar with it. Yes. And, And, you know, people talk about, you know, what's your kink and everybody has a different... Kink. And, and it's like we say all the time, you don't know until you know. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You That's just, a very you, smart you thing don't know until you know. I mean, we've had so many things that we thought, in fact, everything we've done have typically been things that we said we'd never do that. And I said when we first got into the lifestyle, I said, I'll do this, honey, but I'm never going to give another guy a blowjob that I'm going <laughs> to save for you. And he looked at me and he said, well, I'm not doing it because then because that's the thing I want to see yeah. you do the most. <laughs> oh, yeah. That had to happen. Yeah. And how it's my favorite thing. How to do. many this week so far? How oh, many this morning so far? <laughs> <laughs> not including Nick, I guess four. No, at least four, five? four, four or five, five. guys. I don't know. <laughs> it's good that you don't know. Well, that was a funny thing too. We took the, the class on um, Thursday about the the science behind fucking. Which was, <laughs> you know, there unbelievably okay. mind opening. You, you have to realize that there are a lot of listeners that that we have because we we have we tend to have a lot of newbie listeners too that have never been to an event like this that are looking at each other if they're listening as a couple and saying, 
they have a class on the science the behind fucking. The classes are amazing here. Talk about. I mean, that sounds I, yeah, funny, but talk about. I don't, think, about about I don't think enough is said about the classes. Yeah, be, talk because about them. the classes there there are probably twelve classes a day. They run the entire day from ten thirty to six, um, and I, there's not a single topic that isn't covered. I'll, I'll give and. Obviously, the people listening to the podcast, they understand that there's a podcast panel because that's well publicized on all the podcasts since they're all friends. But just to give you an idea of the diversity, the class in the room that followed the podcast panel was how sex works in the animal kingdom. <laughs> so this is 10 minutes after the podcast panel, same room, a completely yeah. different topic. Um, there's health classes. There's uh, classes for uh, couples where there's a bisex- bisexual men, right. which is a stigma in the lifestyle, obviously. Right. Um, there are newbie classes. There, uh, there's emotional classes. There's jealousy how to classes. Get, how to have there's, anal better. Yeah, <laughs> anal like a porn star. There's yeah. everything. I mean, we saw a class on electro, yeah. uh, what do you call it? When you sh- Prodding the, things. Where they use the, elect- the, the electrostatic shocking. But these are, all, what we've experienced is they're all taught by, a lot of these are professional So what was your experience doctors. with the class, the science of fucking? It was so, fantastic. So I'm 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 in the women's health field. I've been in the women's health field for a, a very long time, and um, it was actually funny. We went with another couple who she and I have over 30 years combined experience in the women's health field. So we thought there was pretty much everything we knew about the vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we figured we knew every part of it, and we were shocked as to how much we learned. Really? And there were also tell things- me one thing you learned. Um, Put her on the spot. Here. So I, I did know, I not learned. know that there was a G spot and an A spot. An A spot? So the A spot is what everybody thinks is the G spot. That's the deeper part in the vaginal canal. The G spot is the closer part in which that's what makes a woman squirt. Okay. That's where you achieve in a female ejaculation from. I knew all the, back from my biology, my semester of embryology, I knew all the background. They had, she did a wonderful job of explaining why men and female have the same parts. But some are innies and some are outies, yeah. and that's it, that was amazing because I think there were things that I think those are things a lot of us do, mm-hmm. and we pride ourselves. Oh, I'm really good at oral. Oh, I'm really mm-hmm. good at this. I can make a girl squirt. I mm-hmm. can make a d- girl do this, but we don't know why it works. And this really solidified things that oh, well, that's why I do that, and that's why they like it when <laughs> and I do that. That's why that feels good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was definitely the oral sex part on, on women. Um, I think men are. We we go down on a woman and we try to find the, the button of the clitoris right away right. and just ride on that with our tongue. Right. And she couldn't have been more. She was very uh, so, very so, descriptive about make sure you get all parts of the vagina in different ways, different right. motions, which is something I admittedly. So, bottom line, the moral of the story, the best on. takeaway from the whole class was um, just like guys like their balls played with when they're having or you use the entire shaft of a penis when you're stimulating it you need to use the entire and sorry to use scientific terms but the whole vulva and the whole the lab you need that is the external part of what a male has and you need to stimulate the whole thing yeah i mean guys are so simple Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. It, it, it's here, yeah. it, Mrs. Tango is saying, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go take that class." Um, you know, <laughs> the guys are simple. You know, here's my cock. There it is. You can see it. It's out. Rub it and suck it, and we're good. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> maybe put around. it in something. Yeah. Quit, yeah. yeah, quit <laughs> yeah. Put, put it in something it. wet, and we're happy. <laughs> quit fooling around. We don't. We don't want your hand here and there and there. All this stuff. Just go right to the cock. And, and I, you know, men and women are just really different. I saw a cartoon once, and it said "woman," and it had this electronic box, and there were three hundred switches, dials, knobs, and then men, and there was one button that said "cock." Yep, yeah, I've seen. But that. you know what? Though the way that, and just to attest to how wonderful the professionals that they are bringing in to teach these classes are. She broke it down and made it so simple that if you, if she was to draw the same cartoon, yeah, it would be the exact same pictures. Yeah, that here it is. You just need to know that it's actually there yeah. and not ignore what you're yeah. what you're working with. So basically, y'all come here for the educational. Oh, purpose. sure, yeah, the educational. <laughs> well, the educational, but there's also a practical application part. Oh, of then the you vacation. get to go apply, so, exactly. right? Exactly, and not on your spouse necessarily. There's the theory, and there's the theory in the lecture, yeah. and then there's the lab setting yeah. in which. Yeah. If you look at, put my drink on top of my phone. That's not a good idea. <laughs> if you look at uh, 
the folks that you you've connected with and played with how many were spontaneous that you met here versus people that you met before you knew were going to be here and maybe kind of set it up? I mean, we we had been talking to Jay and Angie, mm-hmm. and we have mutual friends with them, more than more, several mutual friends with them. So I don't, we didn't, we had not formally met them in person, but felt like we knew them. From we felt time. like we kind of knew. I mean, listeners and everything, and even just chatting with them and become friends on Facebook. Right. So that's that was a little bit different. Because it wasn't awkward at all the moment we met them. We yeah, already had yeah. a, a build-up. But, um, yeah, I mean, everybody else has been totally spontaneous. Yeah. So now I will say um, a lot of the people we've played with or met, and I don't know if this is a just the way we function in lifestyle. We, um, <laughs> we had made contact with you're, them. You're online. Italian, right? We both are. Yeah, <laughs> because it, he's doing to her what I do to Mrs. Tango is he talks. He cannot. If if he were to be, his limbs were to be amputated, he would be mute. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. We, um, we, had, we had made contact with them online, so it was easy to find them. And, and I don't know if everybody, I think a lot of people in saw from the, the Kick app on phones right, now. Right, right. So there, there's that. Um, so we knew where certain people were going to be. Hey, looking forward to seeing you. You know, but until you actually meet in person, mm-hmm. there's no guarantees yeah. about mm-hmm. any level of attraction or connection. Now you, you said something. We were walking back on the street, and I said, "Now hush, so you can say it on the podcast." You were talking about somehow this reinforcing. Um, oh, every every we, we had a very and again not to to di- to digress into a backstory, but we had a very inter- interesting experience where we were challenged by a couple to really on the spot defend ourselves for no for lack of a better term, and that we were kind of pegged one way and we're not, and so what we spawned what on the fly that we explained ourselves. I said. We enjoy these people in whatever setting that they are. So we've had an orgy this time. We've had a hookup with a couple. Mm-hmm. We've had a little bit of an, you know, with showing a male, off. Male, a, female. Yeah, we've had a showing off for everybody and putting on a show. We we really enjoy the people in the lifestyle for who they are, and we enjoy them in whatever setting it is, and we enjoy the settings, the different settings so much. Which Naughty New Orleans offers you. You really can... You can enjoy people in any setting you want. The big bars, the ballroom, in your own, in your own hotel room, at Colette's, however it is. So every day that we've been here has really reinforced not only that that's, that, that it's really just wrong to stereotype people into mm-hmm. one setting or one type of play or one, you know, and, and it's also just reinforced how wonderful the people in the lifestyle are. I think the um, I think this is a good analogy that, and, and this event really is uh, really speaks volumes. Of this is that you, if you look at the lifestyle as just sex, think of it like an iceberg. The, the sex is just the part above the water. Yeah, and it does happen. Good. It happens a lot, but there's so much underneath of it. That's the base. It's the travel, the costumes, the parties, the the friendships. I just I recently had a, a major surgery a couple months ago, and it was amazing to me that the people who reached out to us, the people that brought us meals, the people that helped us with our kids, the people that sent us flowers, the people that wrote and said, "Hey, how are you?" We're all our lifestyle friends. <laughs> and we even had friends that invited us all up for an overnight and a big giant sleepover with all the kids and all the family just to get us out of the house. And there was no play. I mean, of course, we're a bunch of goofballs and there was yeah. joking and, and hint hints and nudge nudge. And, right. But this is real. Yeah. It's real and it's good. And these are all, you know, Nick and I are both, we're in our mid 30s. We've reached a point where a lot of friends are, their marriages are crumbling were to the point where we're going to second marriages now and, and second weddings and or people who got married later in life and have kids and just shut the door. Mm. And so one of the biggest attractions that we didn't know when we got into the lifestyle was that these are just like-minded people who don't find any harm in finding a babysitter, letting your kids stay up late with a babysitter and eating a pizza and having fun and going out. And that's okay. Yeah. And and just even if I I and you've said this a 100 times I feel like even if we had to give up the the sex tomorrow, mm-hmm. 
these are the people that we yeah. would be friends with be for the, the rest of our the lives. Sex would be the easy part to give up in the lifestyle. Not easy, but it would be. She slapped him when he said that. It would be. It would be very difficult to think back. The, the things I'm going to remember the most is just the nights that we've had out with everybody. and the connections with mm-hmm. people. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've kept you for an hour. Um, you have plans for the afternoon? Oh, yep. yeah. The same ones that everybody else has today. <laughs> when you leave, um, I assume you're leaving tomorrow, but when you yeah. leave and you get home to real life, what will you take from from this week in New Orleans to real life? Your, real life back home in the lifestyle. <laughs> yes. Um, and And your relationship together. Oh man, that's a heavy one, isn't it? That is a heavy question. Um, we have so we have our favorite event of the year coming up two weeks from today. Uh, it's an annual thing. It's always the third week of July at home. It's a it's a total weekend hotel takeover and a pool party. And I just think that coming to this, not that we we weren't unconfident before, but after coming to this and meeting. Some of the people in the lifestyle we listen to all the time. It's a week of full immersion, isn't it? It's full immersion, and uh, at this point, I just feel like we're really on top of our game. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's. I think we have. I think we have such a broader perspective of the lifestyle, even even more than we did before we came here. To interject, I feel that what we would take home to the the day to day, as far as us functioning as a couple, I mean, any time that you do these things, you're you're constantly. I mean, we're a hot, we're a hot Italian, hot headed Italian couple too. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been times we've had to pull each other aside and be like, "Knock it off now! Like, just shut up and let's go back into that ballroom and talk to somebody." And come on, you don't you have know. to be Italian to. <laughs> and so we always laugh that events like this are kind of our test. It's like our final exam, you know, like how as we learn to communicate with each other and then we really put it to the test and that we feel so blessed to have the friends that we do at home and they're, oh, and this is a really good point to make as well. Our friends who couldn't be there with be here with us for many different reasons yeah. are excited for us. True, they are excited to hear our adventures. They're excited for our our, our conquests and, and our actually, victories and all that. And it's yeah. it's really cool. Like you know, our friends are going to Desire in a couple weeks, and we're going to be excited for yeah. them. We're not. Gonna, there's no jealousy between good friends, and yeah. and so I think that this just solidifies that there's so many of us out there all over the country, all yeah. over the world. And that we're so blessed that we have such a wonderful core home family, as one of the other people, you know, yeah. use the term. But that we all seem like one big universal family when we're here. Yeah. But you're, you know, now that you mentioned that, to answer your question, I, I, we have been, our patience has been tested down here several Very times. Very much so. And this is... N- anyone can come to this, newer experienced. But if you're coming to this experience and you are looking for a handful of hookups and that's obviously you want to take the classes you want to go to the bars but if you are coming down here to play there you do need to be i feel like a little seasoned to understand the ebbs and flows of how this event works and 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 read the red flags yes and we at home it's one thing on a saturday night to read red flags but it's here you're, you're getting hit from several different directions all day long so i think this has made us sharper in reading that. your signals with each other, and follow, right? Yeah, and following our guts right. to yeah. where where we think the best experience is going to be. Because we've had a, we've had a, some big learning lessons here for that. Absolutely, yeah. and that's the other moral of the story: is no matter how long you've been in the lifestyle, you're constantly evolving, and you need to be open to evolving. Yeah. You need to be open to evolving in what your kinks are, what your you know the new things right. you want to try, and you also need to constantly be evolving as a couple. When you become stagnant, that's probably the time to take a step back. Excellent. We are so glad that we ran into you on the street. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And Mr. Tango, I think that we um, have future podcasters in the making. I do too. I do too. (laughs) And we are, we're just happy to, to add you to our list of friends because you're right. We are honored. The the people that you meet here, you know, whether you play with them or not, 
you just see people and you smile. I mean, the friends that you have here are just unlike friends you have anywhere yes. else. And so it is one twelve, and the parties have already started, and it's our last day, so we're going to let you guys go. Thanks so I much. I wish everybody could see the smiles on our faces <laughs> right now between the four of us. So that is just what yeah. Mr. Yeah. Tango said. That's the that's what it's all about. Yep. So thank you guys thank so you much. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Thanks. Bye. Well, that was fun to listen to again. Yeah, I there was there were some things there and there I'd forgotten about. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I Nick and Cleo, we're looking forward to. I hope they're coming back to Naughty New Orleans 2019. Maybe even 2018. 2018, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pass, pass the bottle here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I hope y'all are coming back to Naughty New Orleans 2018. I know from following their Twitter that they've been very active, uh, with all the folks going to Desire. I think we're the only people in the world who've not been to Desire yet. Yeah, we might have to figure out how to I don't, swing that. Yeah, I don't swing that. Oh, I see what I did there. Yeah, that was that was clever. <laughs> we've got to have to. We've got to quit having uh, life events. Yeah, we <laughs> screw do. up our life. <laughs> we do. And uh, you know, I look at the pictures that people post from Desire, and they've got these rooms that look out over the ocean and a pool and cabanas. And I'm going. I want a room that looks out over the ocean. Yeah, especially right now, looking at what it looks like outside. We may, Seriously. We, we may have to get on one of those desire trips next year. But for now, we again, we trust that you enjoyed that interview with them. Go look them up. They are Fun Italian Couple on Twitter. And our next podcast, we actually already have the topic all lined out. And hopefully we will not have any more significant life events. We do have the holidays coming up. Holiday. Well, yeah, we've got two holidays coming up. Yeah, maybe what we'll do is December 4th. Maybe what we'll do is uh, part of our New Year's Eve, if we're staying home and we're not with another couple, then maybe what we'll do that would is be fun. maybe over the New Year's Eve weekend. We'll do our next podcast, and we've got some fun stuff to talk about then. Another fun little adventure that we had with some friends who came from out of town that we had met in Naughty New Orleans and came and spent some time with us. And we had a really fun time. We had a lot of fun with them. So for tonight, our email is tango at tuamortatango.com, and we would love to hear from you. Our website is www.twoormortotango.com. And on Twitter, we are Two or More to Tango with the number two. And we're already signed up for Naughty in New Orleans 2018, which also sounds nice and warm. It does. It's going to be in August this year, I recall. Uh, it's late July this year. Late July. And it will be warm. It will. <laughs> and we, we're already looking forward to that. And if uh, it's not too early, any of you who are listening to this, if you're listening to this, you would enjoy Naughty in New Orleans. And you really ought to go sign up now. Go to FrenchConnections.com. We'll have a link on our website because the rooms tend to sell out pretty quickly. Is there anything else, Mrs. Tango? I don't think so, Mr. Tango. Then, for the two of us, good night. Good night. I can't